It's the world-famous K-Rock, Kevin Kenny, Steve Aoki, live in studio. Yo, what's up? Now, we were told, and you got to say this is true because yeah. it was so flattering when we were told this, that you flew in a day early just to do K-Rock. I did. I did. I mean, I grew up. I grew up in uh, in Southern California in L.A., so K-Rock's like, that's the holy grail. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. We appreciate no, you saying so. I'm happy to be here. Really. Yeah. No, we're happy to have you. And it's funny because you, you're so, I mean, you had so much success in all forms of music and predominantly probably the casual fan knows you for your DJing, knows you for the EDM world. Right, yeah. But I was going down the list. I mean, you've done remixes with Blink-182, My Chemical Romance. So you have a deep love of alternative music. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I started, before I was a DJ, I was in bands. I was in punk bands. I sang in a band. I played guitar in a band. I played bass in a band. I, I, I toured the U.S. with with bands, whether I was in them or I was like the roadie guy 14 times by the time I was 21. Like I'm definitely primed in rock music and, you know, just basement, you know, culture. Yeah. Uh, playing at living rooms to, you know, like stinky little basements. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know? dude, paying the dues. Now I'm curious, like when you were now, when you transitioned from that world into the electronic world and the producing world and the DJing world, did you find yourself quicker to adapt to that world because of that background, maybe oh compared God, yeah. to a peer that only started on the laptop, per se, or the ones in the twos? Yeah, so, I mean, being on the stage as, a, as, a, as a, in a band, singing in front of people, that already gave me that kind of uh, or the experience I needed when I started DJing and started actually performing. Because, like, in the beginning, I was DJing, small bars, learning the ropes of what that's like, and producing was, you know, a natural step for me to go from a band and, you know, have that dynamic of making music with, like, three other guys, where now I could do it by myself. Right. You know, so it was great to have that kind of independence and be able to make my own way. Yeah. And then when I started, like, you know, when I started playing Coachella in 07 or started playing bigger shows, I was like, oh, I could actually use the mic. I could do this. I could do more than just play behind the the turntables at the time and uh and you know i it definitely stood out because during that era the, you know the 2000s djs were always kind of behind the scene you know what i right. mean like they weren't the showmen and um you know and i was going out there stage diving crowd surfing in a, in a life raft or you know screaming on a microphone you know <laughs> mixing it up as much as i could of course and uh and that's when you know like travis barker caught wind of what i was doing probably the late 2000s and we started working together made a record for his first album or his album that uh give a drummer some i sang on it i produced on it you know with travis uh became really close with him remixed refused in like 2009 um you know so I've, I've i've been working i've been always wanting to work with bands at some level yeah and my dream came true in like the early 2010s when i got in the studio with lincoln park made a couple records with them you know be able to work with chester and mike shinoda and the whole gang was you know unreal absolutely unreal yeah and the list goes on fallout boy working with them we made an incredible record together uh blink 182 you know, we're talking about it. Oh, and, yeah. And well, so forth. And I'm sure that, that that sort of that punk foundation, that punk background, that really that's a scene in a community and a culture that prides itself on DIY. And if you, anyone who's seen your yeah. uh, documentary, you know, you are like the, the icon of hustle. I'm sure that Thank bled you. over, too, in terms of the oh, work yeah. ethic, you know, that you took to the electronic world. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, too, is that like when I ended up touring, when I, I ended up doing like 300 shows in one year. Uh, afterwards, I didn't realize I went that hard, but it's a lot easier 
going as a DJ, traveling, flying in, in planes and sleeping in hotel rooms than what I used to do in a band, like sleeping in a car in a seat with like three or four other sweaty guys. And you, you shower once a week at like uh, YMCA or at a friend's house. We never, ever stayed in a hotel. Yeah. And and after those tours, you know, we'd make like 20 to 50 bucks a show, play in front of 10 to 40 people. After that tour would end, it's like, when's the next tour? Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're hungry for it. Oh, yeah. We love performing. It didn't matter about the money. It didn't matter that we're sleeping in the van and sweaty and stinky. And this is life. This yeah. is This is how it rolls. The life you chose, man. And, uh, you know, and then you advance to DJing. And I'm like, what? We're, we're actually get, getting a hotel room? Yeah. Uh, I can sleep in a bed? Yeah, I have a key card to my room? Wow. <laughs> Coming up in the world. Steve Aoki live on K-Rock for the next hour or so. We are going to also play the new one with uh, Steve uh, and grandson, uh, Colt, coming up here. We're going to get into this new Weezer. Have you ever worked with Weezer? Yes. Yeah, I, I worked with Rivers Cuomo on a couple songs. So we Very did cool. in 2010 on my first album. Uh, and then we did another uh, song together on another album. But, Beautiful. Yeah, this is their uh, latest one, A Little Bit of Love on K-Rock. It's K-Rock, Kevin Kenny, live in studio with Steve Aoki. Do you see what they, they when in radio, if you're driving around right now, I'm going to try to paint this uh, picture for you. They give you, like, notes on the guest, right? Okay. Is that, what is that about? Don't say what? it out loud. <laughs> see that? Really? That's, like, the they, most <laughs> badass, like, just, if you're driving I, around, it's Steve, usually just says, you know, the person's name. This one says Steve Mother effing Aoki. I put wow. that, Kevin. I put that oh, there. Mugs wow. put that I like upstairs. it. Thank okay. you. That's I like awesome. that. I haven't seen that. Um, so you're hard at work on this album. We can't say too much about it, and you'll come back, you've even said, and you, you know, we'll talk more about the, the particulars, but this sounds like a very ambitious, maybe your most ambitious album in terms of the scope of people you're working with and the yeah. types of music you're making. Would you say that's fair to say? I definitely agree with that, and it has a lot to do with the roots of K-Rock, too. You know, with, with alternative, with rock music, with where I'm at as well, I, like the roots of where I came from. So that's why I'm like, I definitely am going to come back here. I definitely, we're going to talk about these other records as well, because there's artists that are on this album that I know you guys rinse and, and I know that the fans out there love. Yeah. It's very exciting just hearing, you know, little bits here and there from you, you know, even today of just what you got planned. I want to dive into some of these remixes you've done because I think it's so fascinating, you know, to someone who's never DJed or produced or been in a studio but loves music, you know, and you just maybe, I'll, I'll throw it out and it can be rapid yeah. fire or go yeah, into yeah. as much detail as you want and just tell us what you did to these songs. So the first thing I want to ask you about is Blink-182, Bored to Death. So John Feldman actually produced the original one. He was right. just talking about it on the show. You remixed it. So Take me through, like, step one to the end of, like, what do you do when they give you that song to remix? So you dissect it. It's kind of like uh, you have all of these amazing stems and parts, like the guitar, the bass, the drums, the vocals, laid out on a table. Pick and choose what works. I usually always go with the vocal. I like to just take the acapella and then see how I could twist it into something that will work in a club. That could work at a, at a, at a festival. So I, I take, like, generally the hook first. I'll take the hook, whatever's catchiest, start writing a musical bed, sometimes use the same kind of, like, melody arrangement that, that the original song came from, or make a brand new one, depending on how I feel. And then from that, that's where you develop into the drop. The drop has to bang. That's, like, where the Aoki signature really shines, right? So um, with that one, that's, like, a faster tempo but a faster tempo also means it's also going to be a nice halftime tempo too. So um, that one's got like this, this kind of 
crazy head bob and also makes you bounce yeah you know double time so that one's a lot of fun to work on plus i you know i i, I just love being able to work with pop pump vocals I, uh, you know mark hoppus travis barker dear friends of mine feldman i've been in the studio with them we made we made a couple records as well um i made a record with blink off my album in feldman studio also in feldman studio work with five seconds of summer and hoppus and travis and uh got jimmy Atkins from Jimmy World to sing that one. It's crazy. From my last album. It's so, like an yeah. all-star group. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious when you're, another song you remixed was Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Now that's a little different than, you know, the, the Blink example because that is not only just a beloved song but it's like a generational anthem. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's it's almost like spoken for when it even gets sent to you. It's, so what is that approach like? Because now you're competing with one of the biggest songs of, of all time. I, I consider it the Bohemian Rhapsody of our generation. Totally. Because totally. it, it like like when you listen to it it's literally a masterpiece across the board and it it changes it changes all over the place so with this one because uh the time signatures change and the tempos change the moods change there's so many different personalities in the song you have to kind of like go what's the through line and it's hard right so it's like i i'm picking different parts and then i have i'm staying in the same exact bpm Right. That's that's quite difficult with a song that's going all over the all place. Over right. The place. You're like just grabbing left and right and pulling them in. And uh, but at the same time, it's a sing along. So that's what I really focus on is I just want the sing along moments, make the drop, you know, once again, fire and they bring it right back to the sing along sections. Right. With the big claps, big festival claps. So everyone's like hands in the air. And, you know, you got to visualize this kind of thing. Like what how is it going to look like and feel at a festival at ultra or edc because everyone it doesn't matter who you are where you came from you heard the song and it changed your life guaranteed right. that's awesome we're going to dive into cult the new one you have with grandson yes. and we're going to play in k-rock in a matter of minutes we're going to get back to the music right now this is enemy new music on k-rock from imagine dragon steve aoki live in studio Kevin Kenny live on K-Rock with Steve Aoki, and the time has come to play Colt for the first yes. time on K-Rock. Very excited about this one. Oh, man, I'm so excited. You were very kind. I think I got to imagine one of the first times you ever played this for an audience was at the Odyssey Beach Festival in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in it December. It was the first time. It was the, definitely the first time anyone outside of my studio ever heard that. And it's, I remember it struck me because it sounded like you, but a little different. Yeah. And it may be an, an indication of what we can get from the album, you know, when yes. the album arrives. But you got Grandson on here, and is Josiah on here? Josiah's on there. Okay. Josiah's on the second verse, and Grandson's leading the charge on this one. Killed it. Absolutely killed it. His voice is incredible. Uh, the lyrics are so catchy. Um, I, I mean, I sing it at my shows. I literally get on the mic, and I'm like... Jumping in the crowd, singing this one like I, I feel like I was 19 back when I was in bands. Yeah, but yeah, this is a lot of fun. This this record is, uh, mixes in all the alternative side of things, and definitely the drop is like full force EDM. All right, killer. So for the first time ever on K Rock, this is Colt from Steve Aoki. <laughs> 